Welcome to another episode of the Car Coder Podcast. I first showed an interest in computers and software when I was 12 in 2002. I remember being sat in a, a geography lesson in the ICT suite and this thought just came into my head, how do you make websites? Well, I not really thought about it before, so I was interested in that, so I started Googling and uh, I found a lot of resources online about, you know, how to, to build websites, learning HTML, CSS, JavaScript. Um, anyway, I, I can't remember how it came about, but I started talking to my geography teacher, who was also one of the IT teachers in school, and uh, told him I were interested in that, and he... Uh, he said, oh, you know, he were interested in that as well, and uh, he showed me some software that he he was using. It were, um, at the time, it was called, um, I think they used to be called Macromedia Dreamweaver 4. I know Adobe bought them out, and it's an Adobe project now. But yeah, he showed me that, and I thought, oh, that's awesome. That's uh, it's really cool, you can just drag and drop stuff and build a website. I mean, at that time, obviously, I didn't know how shit drag and drop systems where it was just you know all 12 and that was quite impressive oh you can, that website i went on today you can drag and drop and build that uh obviously i know different now that if you want to build a good quality website or a an application you hand code it you don't drag and drop because drag and drop shit I, I know there's a lot of people that love drag and drop and they'll probably uh, not be too happy with my opinion but it's my opinion and I feel it's quite the right opinion to have. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, started using Dreamweaver 4. Got really into building websites with drag and drop here. Um, and then I, I, th- I thought, you know what? I want to know how the internals work. How does this code look how it does on the screen? I, I don't want to keep dragging and dropping, you know putting links in and H tags and all that crap. I wanted to know how to do it from scratch. So I started really researching into HTML, CSS, JavaScript and, and, and learning the basics. So as I started learning the basics, I, I decided, you know, I weren't gonna use no drag and droppy anymore. I just started hand coding everything from, well, from scratch and for me, I found it were cleaner, more concise, and you knew how things worked. You know, you weren't just dragging something on, getting a pop-up, asking you to select some values and it just looked as it should. You actually knew what those CSS properties did to an element when you applied them, uh, which I think is how it should be. You should know every aspect of what you're building. I know there's people out there that, you know, drag and drop's fine. I don't need to know how it works. It just works and it, it, you know, it looks nice. But I'm not one of them. I like to know every detail of what I'm doing. So, anyway, I went purely to hand coding. So that's the way I've always been now since that point, hand coding. Uh, I think the only drag and droppy thing I use is Photoshop, but that's allowed because you can't code a Photoshop document up. 
Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So from the age of 12, I just really got into learning my HTML, my CSS, my JavaScript. Started learning a bit of Pill, but then I went on to PHP because I got to the point where I thought, right, I've got a HTML website. How do I make it do stuff? How do I make it email? You know, someone fills out a contact form. How does it email? You can't do that with just pure HTML and JavaScript. So I started learning that stuff. That was interesting. And then that took me on to to more more being doing the PHP stuff. So I started um, messing about building a lot of PHP applications. So uh, yeah, that got me actually into learning um, a framework called Drupal. Drupal 6 at the time. That's why I started using, and uh, yeah, that that's actually what I got one of my first jobs in as a Drupal 6 developer in Doncaster. I uh, I did after I left school. I, I went to college for a year or two. Did the IT course there. It was a load of shit. You know, the people teaching it didn't really know much more than the people they were teaching. But it all bad. There were some good tutors there. Some some shit. Um, but that's just how it is. I suppose them that can't teach, them that can't do it, teach it. Which is a bit odd, really. You should know what you're doing to teach someone. But anyway, yeah. I mean, I even had one tutor who said, um, "Oh, why do you want to do hand coding when you can just use the drag and drop feature of Dreamweaver?" Uh -huh. I said because I want to know what I'm doing. Well, why would you want to drag and drop when you should know what you you know your code is doing? You should be able to code something correctly by hand, and it be better than what you drag and drop. Because drag and droppy code is just full of shite, bloated, disgusting. Honestly, it's um, it's not something you want to put your name to. Yeah, um, like I said, did college for a couple of years. Didn't really enjoy it. Passed all my IT stuff. Went to work as a junior uh, ASP developer for a little company in Rotherham. Who, he was a wanker. But everyone's got to start somewhere. So anyway, worked for him for a few months, and uh, his his idea of running a business was. I will take a bunch of new people on and the work will come to match it and that didn't pan out so well for him. So all the new people I took on, a few months later, he sacked them all because he had no way of paying them. So that was my first experience of um, a development job, working as a junior ASP developer uh, for some shitty little company run by two dickheads who didn't know what they were doing. So after that, I think I was out of work a couple of days before I managed to land a new job in Doncaster for a, a retail company. Uh, they, were, they were quite a, a big company. They had uh, electrical retail outlets all over the country. Um, so I, I worked for them on a project as a Drupal 6 developer. I kind of took that project over because the guy who was managing it, the guy in charge of it, Wet behind the ears, come out of uni, didn't actually know how to program. They were a bit shit. I took over. 
uh, and I was there for four or five months and then sadly that company uh, went into liquidation because it was right at the time of the recession if I remember correctly so anyway that happened um, and at the time the project that I was working on the actual CEO of the retail company bought the project from the liquidators and wanted to continue the project on so he rehired me the project manager, the designer, the flash de developer uh, and we all worked in his in his flat in uh, Doncaster Lakeside for I think it were about six months maybe a little bit longer so we were working in this posh flat in Doncaster Lakeside which were quite nice we all got on, we had fun went for a few walks and jogs around the big man-made lake uh, it was good, good times yeah, so uh, that didn't last forever finally you know the, the guy running it, paying his wages realised that it weren't going to take off, weren't going to make money so he had to cut his losses and uh, which were fair enough, he gave it a shot, he gave us six months of income can't fault him, good guy so anyway that happened, yeah uh, and then I started working freelance for myself for a well in total for about four years but to begin with I had I think I had from memory two customers one in Harrogate one in Sheffield and I used to keep going up to see the agency in Harrogate I had quite a lot of work from them um, and then I, I, I went to work for this new company um, this, these two mates they um, started an agency and again I kind of fell into that that trap again these two people started an agency and thought well if we have two nice posh offices in Barnes Digital um, Media Centre or whatever it's called they thought the work will come the work did not come so then uh, the plan changed from being an agency to concentrating on a startup of building a, a t-shirt printing business um, so anyway we started building that then uh, I got the news that we were going to move the office to the boss's house because it was a big house and it would allow us to keep the cost low which I didn't mind that so we moved from Barnsley back to Doncaster to work in his big house uh, and we were just solely working on this basically it was like a threadless.com ripoff but in the UK uh, it didn't take off they ran out of money before it could be finished I, I got ripped off I didn't get my final month's wage the guy blamed me for some reason for taking his money even though he was the employer I was the employee but I was in the, the wrong somehow not sure how that works but anyway that happened I lost a, a month's wage weren't happy with that prick but yeah so then um, the, there were a bit of work that I did for him when he was starting his agency in quotes and that work I did for him come from uh, another agency that he freelanced for so this freelance work that he was supposedly doing I was doing it, not him, through his company 
and um, he basically told this agency that and when he told them that um, they still had loads of work that needed doing he was having a mental breakdown so he couldn't do it so basically he told the agency to get in touch with me and work with me directly so that's what happened that that became a, a third a, a third client of mine so I worked with this company and uh, the other two when actually well actually there were a fourth company I can't remember what they were called though so anyway I worked with these guys these four guys the agencies for about four just over four years freelance and it was going well I made good money some months were slow some months were fast um, that's kind of why I considered going back to being a permit. So I went, uh, I had a friend from the first job who uh, said, oh, we're looking for a developer. Are you interested? And I was like, yep, that came at the right time. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll come in, sort people. And then I was waiting weeks and weeks, you know, for an answer, a start date. I was like, oh, this is just not going to come, this, not going to come. But, you know, it did come eventually, and I, I started, so it, it's just weird. It's like it came at the right time when I needed it. All the work with the agencies I was working with kind of just dried up over the space of two months after I must have been, I must have been knocking out four or five projects a month between all these agencies like full e-commerce builds so yeah to go from four or five projects a month where i was making maybe i don't know three or four grand a project to nothing uh yeah it weren't very nice so i went to being a perm and this is the company i ended up staying with for just over five years started off well treating you know they treat people pretty good and then over the five years it just degraded and they just started to really treat people like shit but you know people stayed eventually I decided that I was gonna go I'd been in a car accident not not a major one but it were enough to make me think you know what life's too short I've been wanting to become a contractor for a while now I just need to do it so um, I mean that's that's another episode that's a different different time that that story I think you'll enjoy that one but uh, yeah so so now I'm a contractor after a mixture of freelance and perm work so yeah, it's, uh, it's been interesting an interesting ride so far so that's what I've been up to the last um, 12 years or so yeah thanks for listening to the latest episode of the car coder podcast see you next time